This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. Hey guys, have you checked out 336 Daily? Did you know that sometimes, in fact, pretty often, I've been recording it in my car while driving to different job sites? That's how easy Anchor is to make podcasts. With Anchor, you can record your podcast and edit your podcast and upload your podcast all in the Anchor app, and then it makes sure it goes after iTunes and Spotify and wherever you need to put it. it. They take care of everything, distribution. They help you with advertising and getting in commercials. Check out the Anchor app. Go to the App Store and download the Anchor app for free or go to anchor.fm to check it out. For fans, by fans. Section 336, the next generation of Baltimore sports talk. Today on the show, the Orioles started the week by getting swept by Boston, but they bounced back, sweeping the Diamondbacks. It's almost as if the Orioles play better against terrible teams than they do against great teams. Huh. We will discuss if we think the Orioles have what it takes to win the wild card. And great news, boys and girls. Baltimore sports and pop culture with the zany Burt Rohde is back. All that and more on this final Orioles regular season edition of Section 336. Section 336.com. Buckle up, birds, be ready to ride. Your host, Matt Josh, bird, are ready to fly. Baltimore's best, Section 336. The number one sports broadcast gets your fix. What's the news? Let's talk about Buck, our favorite Orioles. What's the latest lineup? Home runs and stolen bases. This is a trip. Stay tuned in at 336. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to Section 336, the next generation of Baltimore sports talk. I am your endearingly stuttering host, Matt Sroka. As always, I'm joined by the Zanny Burt Roday. Happy debate night, 336ers. And the button lever Josh Roka. You know, we, we should have been smarter about this, and we should have done a debate special <laughs> where one of us is the moderator and the other two are arguing uh, points based what, on Orioles, Ravens. If you could watch the debate with one Orioles Let's, baseball player, who would you want Steve to watch the debate with? Steve Clevenger. Luke Scott. <laughs> Luke Scott and Steve Clevenger and Zany Burt Rohde. That would be that would be quite the room. Former Orioles only. I can't think of any yeah, current Orioles. Let's do a Baltimore sports debate for one of the next upcoming debates. Okay. We're, we're in a political season. All right, I mean, Burt's dressed for the occasion. If, if you I guys see on live on Facebook. Get me a podium, baby. May, I'll debate him. May, maybe we bring in a moderator with the three of us debate, and then listeners can vote on who won the debate. Yeah, absolutely. And and they say that uh, this debate is going to be watched by about 100 million people. Maybe we'll get a similar viewership. I'm all, I, I'm I, all for I, 100 million take, people. I'll take 1% of that. I am so excited for these debates. I The second I got home, I saw Josh, you're watching the, the pregame stuff on CNN. Mm-hmm. The, the second I got home. CNN started the countdown on like Friday. They did like <laughs> 136 hours to go. I, I got home. Emily was watching some HD listed or flip it type of house uh, show. L- flip it or list it. Flip flop. No, it wasn't flip flop. It was the list it. Love, it, love fl- it, list it. Love it, list it. I'm like, Emily, what are you doing? We're on th- four hours till debate. <laughs> Turn on CNN. Turn on Fox News. Yeah. I mean, I was listening to WBAL on the way down here because they were airing the actual Channel 11 WBAL audio. So it was like Tom Brokaw and uh, the uh, NBC Nightly News mean, or whatever it is. But guys, it's the Atlanta Falcons and New Orleans Saints playing. Yeah, yeah, who cares? Yeah, and I, I heard some people talking about like, I just can't handle these debates. I'm going to turn off the television. I got to turn off the computer and just go Why? to bed early. Like this is this is great. It has potentially be quite <laughs> stressful. 
It could be very awkward and uncomfortable. That's what I'm hoping for. I'm yeah. going to get my popcorn out. I really don't have a big dog in the fight. I'm just going to get my popcorn out and enjoy the show. Right? I understand there's like serious implications of be, you know, one of these people being present. Blah, blah, blah. But we'll worry about it later. In the meantime, right now, enjoy the show. And by the way, I don't know, you guys, who are you guys rooting for uh, coming up with the victory? The debate victory? Yeah, yeah. I really don't care. I just want to be entertained. <laughs> yeah, it's just got to be fun. I'm hoping right. for a blowout one way or the other. I like okay. a good blowout. Like, yeah. I, right. I, I like something unexpected to happen because then – because the script is already written for by CNN and Fox News and how they plan on spinning it. Yeah. So something completely random has to happen yeah. so they don't know what to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. I hope some – one of them – I don't care which one. One of them needs to get super embarrassed. Yeah. It does something really Preferably silly Preferably both. Yeah. The but but the way I see it, um, like, and I, I, well, wasn't it the, wasn't it the one of the Republican uh, uh, things earlier, last year where the guy had like a big loogie coming out of his mouth for half the <laughs> oh, debate? He had like a piece yeah. of spit stuck Something on the side of his mouth. Yeah, one, one magical loogie. That was one of the uh, Republican debates. Yeah. Right. But either way, I see it. I'm going to put all my pol- political cards on the table. Okay. Um, because I look at this whole presidential election. I think most of America does, <laughs> Why too. Why are we talking politics? Because this is important. Because it's our all country, right. Josh. <laughs> and I think I, I represent pretty much all of America when I say it's a win-win situation either way you go. Yeah, you represent all Trump of America as a white man. Yeah, it's a win-win situation. On the one hand, well, at least in Maryland. Because on the one hand, you have Donald Trump, who has said that Joe Flacco... Is is elite? That's true. He gets my so, vote. So if, I think Joe Flacco is actually a very elite quarterback. He won a Super Bowl. He did it really to a certain extent with that. I hope this question comes up today. I, I mean, the the Ravens are three and zero. This is a pertinent question to America. So if 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 Donald Trump wins the presidency, he'll we'll have a, a, a president in power who thinks Joe Flacco is elite, which would be awesome. That's great. And on the other hand, Hillary Clinton, if she becomes president, she has said that she will release. Uh, the classified UFO records. So we'll find out if ET's real. So either we find out ET's real, or we have a president who thinks Joe Flacco is elite. For me, it's a win-win. But but when they release the UFO records, how do you know they're releasing the UFO records? Like they're still going to have secret records. She says she's going to release all the classified records on UFOs. Well, guess what? She, yeah. Just the fact that she acknowledges that there are classified UFO yes. records means there are UFOs. Absolutely. And and uh, the uh, Elon Musk, we talked about I think a few weeks ago because of his rocket blowing up. Yeah, he has announced that the new update to the Tesla self-driving cars can detect uh, f- fog and see through fog. So he said, in his words, if a UFO lands in a foggy night, we won't crash into it. Yeah, and we'll probably never know about it <laughs> unless Hillary Clinton is president. Uh, by the way, there's there's a big uh, isn't there a big conference whatever call with with Elon Musk tomorrow about his mission to Mars? I don't know. It is okay. I don't know. I know that's like his Stay life goal is to go to Mars. Yeah, probably because he's part alien and need to go home. Yeah. Well, there's a big announcement tomorrow having E-T. to do with going to Mars. Yeah. So then why are we talking about the debate? Let's talk about that. Yeah. Well, yeah. This is all great stuff. This is a great time to be alive. If, except, <laughs> except in the background to be alive. To be alive. All right. Except in the background, we're all having this fun conversation. And meanwhile, robots are somewhere having robot babies getting ready to take over the world. We'll, we'll get to that in a few weeks. Yeah, we talked about that a while ago, but that's still there, people, okay? They're still having babies somewhere. Yeah. Maybe in your backyard. So, Have you seen the little robots that will walk around and deliver your packages now? I, I don't want to get into I think they're trying to compete with it, the drone delivery. Now it's robot delivery. Well, they can. country boys with shotguns can shoot those just as easily as they can shoot the drones down. Sure. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Hey, we got some uh, Trumbo shirts for sale. Yeah, uh, yeah, over at section336.com. Some yeah. scope do you have shirts. My, do, you have, do you have my Scope is Dope t-shirt? I, uh, so you want one in orange. A and, large and, orange Scope yeah, is Dope not, t-shirt. They're not being printed in orange right a now. Large orange, large orange. We only have black in stock. Oh man, orange, well, orange is a little trickier to get. We're out of stock on that. My man's we John got, is not going to be happy. We got plenty of orange Trumbo shirts. No, I know. My, my man wants a Scope is Dope orange t-shirt. Why don't you just tell him how that <laughs> Scope has sucked since July? It's been pretty brutal with Jonathan Scope. But whatever his numbers, he's uh, he's hitting 156 in September, struck it out 23 times already. It, it's one of the worst. I mean, the Orioles offense altogether has been terrible in September. But Scope is leader of the pack in that department. Hey, we're going to get to a lot of good O's talk, including how Scope is not has not been good along with a bunch of O's players not being good. But I, just a couple quick thoughts about the Ravens games. Yeah. Uh, I, I just want to share a couple things. First of all, 
You know what I'm sick of? One has to do with the Oriole, uh, the the Ravens, the way they play. Another has to do with the way they're covered. You know what I'm sick of? This um, the three and but they're not a very good three and because who they play. Right, right. I'm also sick of the comment of well, the people on the other side say you have to play that's on your schedule. It's more than you have to play that's on your schedule. Every week we see terrible teams beat really good teams. You're talking about the Philadelphia Eagles. Use the Eagles. Just beating the Steelers. Use I mean, the I would Vikings blow, blow the Panthers. The Use the Vikings beating the Panthers. Like we see it every week, where and and and, and the Jaguars aren't terrible. Okay, people, they're not right. terrible. No, they're not. They're not the Jaguars of five years ago. Yeah, and and so they have a lot of good young weapons on offense, and so and and Oakland, every, isn't that who we play next week? Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone's talking in, in the in the off season about Oakland's is right. rising up becoming team. They're going to get beat by the Ravens. But, everybody will be saying, "Oh, it's the Raiders." But in, in two weeks, we play the Redskins. Yeah. Oh, so it's just the Redskins who, who just, just beat Eli Manning yeah. and then the Giants. Yeah, so I mean, it's anytime you win, it's it's huge. It's, yeah, it's like the. It's like any given Sunday. Yeah. It's like that phrase so, actually means something. So I'm tired of this terrible team. Well, whatever. They're, they're all, I mean, these are NFL teams. It's hard to win every week. Thanks for pointing out that they're NFL teams. Yeah, but well, people don't uh, seem to realize. The three teams we've beaten so far, the Bills, the Browns, and the Jaguars have combined for one win so far this season. Yeah. yeah. But but look at the Bills. Everyone counted them out against Arizona. Everyone said the Bills are done. They blew out Arizona. Yeah, yeah. Just give me a break. Well, I don't know. It'll it be interesting. It uh, I mean, I I don't know if this is the last time the Raiders came to Baltimore, but at least one of the last times the Raiders came to Baltimore, Matt, that was a game you and I attended together where I think we won 55 to 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was a game where like we were already up like 27 to 3, and, uh, and John Harbaugh called for the old fake field goal. We were already in field goal range. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Going to make it like 30 <laughs> yeah. to 3, and he called a fake field goal <laughs> to get the first down. Uh, so, uh, yeah. I, I'm looking forward to the Raiders. I'm, I'm supposed to be going to the game this Sunday. If any three three sixers are going to be there, I'd uh, maybe meet up with you. I got to get my babysitting situation taken care of. So if you want to babysit all three of my kids for me on Sunday, hit me up at Bert Rody. I'll be out of town. Can't help you there. My other comment about the the Ravens is I don't know what they're doing. I mean, I don't know if it's John Harbaugh, or Mark Tressman, but we realize that like Joe Flacco is not Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady, right? But they, unless you ask Donald Trump. They have him. Now, I get he's elite. Thank you, Donald I mean, Trump. But they, he's every game, I feel like he's throwing the ball 40 times. Mm-hmm. They're not even they, trying really hard the, to, to, to run the ball. Right. I think West had 10 attempts to, to lead the team in attempts. But we've, 45 yards. We've always had this issue that John Harbaugh and wants this to be a, and wants this to be a pass in offense. They, they try to throw. They try to put up the big scores. When I think what we saw on Sunday is, hey, we're a defensive team. Yeah. Defense is pretty good. Yeah, the defense played great, especially that fourth quarter. They shut them down. Yeah, special and, teams is really good. And we have a couple runs for a yard or two yards, and then we give up on the running game. But everyone knows, like the running game, you you work at it, you work hard, and then the third quarter, fourth quarter starts to pay off with some big runs. So I would like to see, and this is has been kind of forever thing, but uh, Joe Flacco is good, but he's not. We're, he's we're, elite. He's elite. <laughs> but I would like to see him run the ball a little bit more. We're we're past the Matt Ryan comparisons, finally, though. Yeah. We, yeah, we, he ran the ball in for a touchdown from like 11 yards out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's running. Did, did, <laughs> he's did, moving. He's moving around a little did bit. Did your fantasy team get a win this week? Yeah, we, we dominated. Not me. I it's still can't time. get the trifecta. You're, you're, you're one and two? Well, I had I have Stafford and Marvin Jones, and they Jones had like 200 yards and a touchdown. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I, got, I, I thought I was going to go winless this year. You know, we didn't mention with the Trumbo shirt that if someone wants to call and participate in the show, we might give them a Trumbo shirt. We can take a caller tonight? Yeah, well, yeah. there's a phone number up on, so we can do some live call-in now. Can not I sure specify? We'll do, not sure if we'll do it every week, but we'll try it out today as kind of a okay, test. Okay, we'll if you call in, we'll give away a t-shirt. Can I specify the time that they call in? Sure. You can, you can say, well, now we are willing to take callers? Yeah. I mean, okay. They, they can call whenever they want. They can sit on hold and listen to the show. All right. Yeah, but I think, I think about around the 7.55 hour. Okay. Okay. The 7.55 You're giving hour. it an exact time. So you're saying call in like 15 minutes? Yeah. All right, that's fine. Uh, and if you, I mean, I, I guess like you have to. If, if you're if you're listening and not watching for some weird reason, you figured out how to do that on Facebook. Is that possible? <laughs> I don't know. There, yeah, maybe if you're in your car and you just uh, you know have your phone or, jack plugged in, or if you're one of our few blind listeners. Yes. Four one zero two one six fifty eight hundred. It's the number. 
It's very similar to Bert's cell phone number. So yes. if you need to get a hold of Bert, you can call 410-216-5800. <laughs> Just change those couple, couple numbers around. You'll be calling right, right on my iPhone. Sure. Or call these numbers exactly, and you're ringing Bert's cell phone. 410-216-5800. Okay. You keep telling him that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be blocking your number. <laughs> Just like I block you on Twitter. Oh, oh my. <laughs> I, I got... I got Followed by some Twitter today called Red Sox like Nation or something. Uh-huh. I was wondering if I should just go straight to block. Oh, you know, I, I use the block button all the time. Do you? I do with a lot of national reporters who I just don't like them. So I don't see their oh, tweets. You mean uh, Jason? I, I block him, but I block a bunch of other people too. Like you, the guy, got, the ba- I block a lot of the baseball, like baseball perspectives. Those guys get on my nerves. So I block a lot of those uh, the guys. nerds. Yeah, the nerds get on my nerves. Nerds. Which, by the way, we're talking about the debate. If you're on Twitter, um, I'm gonna Josh. Can you live tweet the debate? I think it'd be great, Josh. If you live tweet the for debate for Josh to do it. Yeah, you <laughs> want Josh to live tweet? I don't want Josh to live tweet the debate. Okay, I think it'd be um, hilarious. Um, I don't post anything on social media about the debates. Oh, that's a shame. Or what about politics in general? Or about no, yeah, about politics. Yeah, yeah, me neither. Well, if you're no. going to post, can you, you keep it zany, people? Yeah. All right, you're not going to convince anybody with your little comments. <laughs> so just keep it zany. I don't know. I I'm still undecided, and my only influence is whoever is in my Twitter feed. So go ahead and tweet me who I should right. vote for. So tweet at Bert Rody, yeah, with with, the, with your opinion. Actually, I'm it. a big fan of I like people the, I friends like, of mine who are like hardcore supporters of a specific candidate, and then I'll just vote for the other person to cancel out their vote. Yeah, Mandy and I did that many <laughs> years ago, where we'll just go vote each other out. And, uh, I, I enjoy the Facebook wars. I don't participate, but I like the people who are really passionate and think that arguing on Facebook. Will absolutely. I get my popcorn out. I love to pop the popcorn <laughs> and read the comments. By the way, Michael Deal, uh, Michael S. Deal Jr. on Facebook says uh, he'll comment at 75. I'm not sure if he understands how this works. He said he'll comment yes. at 75. We're, I don't know. Phone calls if you guys want to explain it to him. <laughs> yeah, yeah you're supposed to call 410-216-5800. Yeah, could someone. I, Confession. I, 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 I'm not going there. I've never voted in a presidential election, and I'm not going to do it. Wait, really? You're 36 years old. You've been able to to vote half your life. I've I've only voted once, and that was for a local thing. Um, I've never voted for the president. I don't believe it matters. Yet you vote every year for the All-Star game, thinking of things that don't matter. (laughs) I didn't vote for the All-Star game this year either. That doesn't surprise me at all, Bert, because you may be zany, but at your core, you're just a cynical, bitter old man. And anytime we talk about the yeah. Orioles, your cynicism yeah, it, and your negative your negativity comes out. So it does come sense. out. Does come out quite that a bit. Makes sense for me. All right, so let's get into the Orioles talk. We got we got guys. We got our butts handed to us by the Boston Red Sox. Oh, big time! Yeah, it was ugly. Was that more of a product of the Boston Red Sox being just insanely hot right now? And and the for the past what two weeks they've been the best team in baseball. And it was practically a home game series for them. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Fenway Park South. For all those reasons, it was about as ugly as a series as I've seen in a long time. Yeah, sure. Because yeah. of Boston fans, because it literally destroyed our chances at the division. Yes, almost destroyed our chances at the wild card. Yeah, yeah. Like it put us in a tough position with the wild card too. And I, it's it's Boston. It's our rival. I think it put us into ugly the first time all season that we were. If the season ended that day, we were out of the postseason. Yeah, yeah. You, you looked up one day, all of a sudden, and. What, we're seven games out of first place? Right. Yep. We've we, we <laughs> right. been in first place for like that, 100 days straight this I summer. Mean, I mean, seven days out? That's that huge. Seven games out. That's that. That's why these like interdivision games matter so much is, is for a thing like that where we went. Remember, before that series, last weekend, we were one game out, and then we went to yeah. seven? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy how fast it can fall apart. Well, and, it, and it's very fortunate now in hindsight that we were able to sweep the Diamondbacks and I know we'll get to that. I, I said on last week's show that there's no way we're going to sweep the Diamondbacks, which we're going to have to do to, ma- to ma- maintain oh, relevancy. The, the Diamondbacks at home in the last week of the season it was a gift. Yeah, oh, no doubt. Because, I mean, this we salvaged what could have been a disastrous homestand, 11-game homestand in the middle of the playoff hunt, and we finished 5-6 and six only because we swept three from the Diamondbacks. Before yeah. the Diamondbacks get there, we're 2-6. and six. In the yeah. middle of an eight-game homestand yeah. with three right. more games left yeah. to play, and, and there is, and Josh, you can you can poo-poo the Diamondbacks all you want, and hey, they got plenty to poo-poo, but you lose four in a row in a huge series. That's the type of series that could spiral, right? And then you're the putting, team out of control, and yeah. that, but to that, bounce back with the sweep is huge. Well, and that four-game series of loss—that's where you put your top pitchers out there. Yeah, and then yeah. and then we went with uh, wasn't it Gallardo? 
Wade Miley, yep. Wade Miley and Bundy. Was the last one, yeah. But well, yeah, Wade Miley than Bundy. Yep. Yeah, yep. Arguably our three worst. Yeah, starters. yeah. Uh, so it's just a huge sweep. Yeah, I mean and the impressive, Diamondbacks. Impressive. The Diamondbacks couldn't get out of their own way. I feel like too. I mean, they they had yeah. a lot of errors. There, there were a few times where you questioned if they were trying. Yeah, yeah. Like I remember, I remember specifically a ball up. Up the middle, that scope would have had no problem. Where it looked like the second baseman just let it took go. one step. <laughs> uh, uh, I can't uh, reach it. I'll get the next one. Exactly. <laughs> I'll get the next one. Well, they're not playing for much, are they, in Arizona? Well, it was fan appreciation weekend. It was the final yeah. home series of the year. Giveaways galore. Giveaways galore. Friday uh-huh. night was well, uh, everybody the, gets a hoodie. Hyunsoo yeah, right. Kim t-shirt night. <laughs> yeah, everybody they, get the t-shirt. And he hits a two-run homer. Yeah, perfect. No, wait, that was on Sunday, wasn't it? Sunday he hit the two-run homer. Yeah, he hit the two-run on Sunday. But uh, but he started the game. He batted leadoff. Before that's the game he got pinch hit for, right? By, yeah. Uh, by, uh, Drew Stubbs. Stubbs. Yeah. Superstar. <laughs> and then Stubbs started Sunday too. I don't understand why Stubbs is still on this team. Yeah, that's a little weird. That's weird. Um, but Saturday night we were there. Yeah. Hoodie night. Hoodie night. I got my hoodie. I'm wearing it, or I brought it with me. Oh, I got my hoodie in it, the car. It's way too hot to wear a hoodie in here. It is way too hot. I'm like rolling up my sleeves, I'm yeah. about to take gotta, my tie off. I got to get the AC working in the studio. If you wanted, I didn't get a hoodie. Now this is a five dollar hoodie with a little. I was there an hour early with no an, hoodie. An, an ironed on Oreo thing. It's a real cheap hoodie. It's a really yeah. cheap sticker. But, but if you want to give Josh fired up about something, <laughs> have Josh not give a five dollar hoodie giveaway. Matt, I feel like there's there's a there's a massive <laughs> list of things you can get Josh fired up about. <laughs> but here's my problem. My problem. Someone is, had to give me a break. Music. My, my problem. My problem is that I went to twenty games a season. That I'm a season ticket holder. Uh, and that I missed out on like the three big giveaways that everyone's popular about, all because like I went into Just one get there day earlier, and Josh. went to a different. I got I got there an hour early. I got you the newsboys cap. I know. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just saying the Did, Orioles. Uh, it's part of my whole thing with if the Orioles want to increase their attendance, they need to treat season ticket holders better. Yeah, yeah. You you made a couple good points when we were talking on, at the ball game on Saturday night. There should be more privileges for season ticket holders, which we can say because we are right. season ticket. All holders. I'm saying is we want a special gate. I don't want to go in the gate with the public mass. <laughs> I need my own private gate that gives me a giveaway and maybe a gold dollar. Yeah, and I would. I would. You know how on uh, the Ravens walk they have the guys in the golf carts who will drive you back. Back and forth, there should be private golf carts just for season ticket holders. Yeah. I don't think yeah. we should have to walk on the same paths no. that if, the regular people do. No way. If, if we if should I, have special little walkways just I for want, us. If I want my food and it's a sellout, I hate buying food because the lines are so long, I need to, I should just wave that little orange carpet and get dragged to the front because peop- I'm special. If the I'm, people of Baltimore City are rioting after the game, there should be a private police escort <laughs> just for season ticket holders back to their cars. <laughs> Indoor parking would be nice. <laughs> Let's just convert the whole interior of the warehouse into a parking garage for season ticket holders. All I'm saying is, Orioles, give me a call. I got some thoughts on the orange carpet benefits. Some of them might be a little extreme. Most of them are extremely practical ways that you could help your fan base appreciate But you. the reality is... Especially when you jack prices up $5 a ticket. And they're taking away our, our privileges. Remember a couple years ago, we could go in that mm-hmm. area. Club level? Club level. Yes. Now they won't let us in there anymore. No, that was that yeah. was a nice no, little perk last year. No more early entry. Especially during rain yeah. delays. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's the, where to go, the place to go. Um, we get no respect around so, this um, place. No respect at all. What you guys are telling me is we are supposed to set up a riot, right? Mm, no. I don't think that's where I was going. Isn't that where we go? We'll go down to Utah Street with some signs. If they y'all. if they got the entire season ticket, Orioles season ticket fan base well, to ride, it would be the nerdiest, lamest <laughs> ride I've ever seen in my life. Um, this was what I said earlier. This could very well be our last home game of the year that we were there last Saturday night. And I, I was doing the math on my little MLB check-in yeah, app, the app, app, app. That, I, that I went to 18 games it's this nice year. It's nice how it auto-checks you in each time. And I checked my record. I was 12-6, and 12-6 this year for games that I attended. Hey, that's a pretty good record. That's a pretty good record. It's six, uh, you know, one-third of the games. It also bodes well for the Orioles playing well at home. Um, so... If if we have a good series against the Blue Jays, we could theoretically leapfrog them and still get a home wild card game. Right. Yeah. Or if even if it's an in a way wild card game and we win that game, then we were guaranteed a, at least one home game. And that home wild card game we would all go to and because of that twelve and six record, that would increase the Orioles' chances of winning if we are if we're there. From what I've seen on Twitter, there's quite a few Orioles fans that I follow that have 
perfect records. Dylan from Orders Uncensored. Yeah, he's like, won. He's like 10 and 0. Yeah, Someone but, offered to fly but, him up to Toronto, I heard. <laughs> but if I only go to nine games, I can be perfect, too. <laughs> oh, <laughs> burn notice, Dylan. Burn notice. <laughs> I like that. Josh calling you out. Um, One more thing on Saturday night. Uh, Wade Miley was one out away from a complete game. Yeah, he was, he was, <laughs> it was a, ridiculous. A, a complete game shutout. He was like two outs. Well. He had to have been motivated playing against his former team. That's the only explanation did, for this. Did, did you see the, the, the little clip when he was went back Absolutely. to the Absolutely. Everyone did. Yeah, that was, that, was, that was the highlight of the of him. The classy finger. Right. Finger right over to Paul Goldschmidt. I mean, if you think about it, it's really insane that that would have been our second complete game of the year. Yes. And one by Obama Jimenez, the other one by Wade Miley. That's crazy. <laughs> so tell me. Then who do you want in the wild card game? Well, Neither by the, of those guys. No, we're at three minutes at seventy five. We're going to give away a t-shirt if you call okay. in. Michael clarified because uh, I got on him about making the comment that he's using the phone to watch and he doesn't want to call in with his phone because he's using it to watch, uh, which I get. No, you call in, you can listen. And he doesn't want to listen. He wants to watch. All right, because I'll do something zany Fine. like this. He doesn't want to miss a, a, a wink. Keep watching. That the only people watching live can see the zany thing I'm doing right now. All right, that's enough of that. <laughs> is, is, is this the guy that's your student? No. Uh, we need your student to call in. I got some questions. Um, I, I, I put all these numbers in the notes. I just want to touch on some of this stuff real quick. The, the, the D-back series, which we swept, the pitching was is what stands out. Obviously, yep. we t- talked about Wade Miley. Gallardo was decent on Friday night. Yep. Dylan Bundy was decent on oh, Sunday. I, he was more than decent. But, yeah. but aside from those starters, the bullpen has been ridiculous yep. here in the whole month of September. Uh, the the ERA for the bullpen, Orioles bullpen in September is 164, which is the second best in all of baseball what, for the month of September. What's the ERA for Brock for the month of September? Brad Brock, September 0.9. Oh, 0.9. That's, that's a lot better than I expected. August was 5.06. All right, August is what I was thinking of. Yeah, well, I like September are, Brock. People are still talking about seven, second half Brock, but Brock has been really good for an extended period of time now. Yeah, August he was bad, but the, other than August, the whole season he was good. You know good. who also been good in September? Yes. Tommy Hunter. Tommy yeah. Hunter, Tommy Hunter's good. been good. He's we, been good. I have not had the the stress of uh of uh Tommy Hunter and the uh boom. He well, hasn't gone boom. Like, well, like don't jinx it. And good for him. He hasn't been in that many high leverage situations, which is good. Right. Too. Yeah. Because you have Givens and Brock and O'Day for the high leverage situations. Now this is a good sign. You know, if you want to lean along the uh, Kansas City Royals uh, strategy, where. You, if your starters like Gallardo or Miley or I mean those guys probably won't be in the rotation in the playoffs, right. but even Dylan Bundy or Kevin Gaussman, if they can only go four or five innings, I am perfectly fine going to this bullpen for four to five innings of pitching. Yeah, to now, hold a lead or not allow any earned runs. You know, they're, sure. they're lights out right now. Now, is there any chance that we get to play the Diamondbacks in the postseason? No, no chance. That's unfortunate. No, I know. That's too bad. Because actually, the only in the that good case, teams I would make put the Wade Miley in. <laughs> All right, if the listener wants to call in, because um, Jacob uh, asked what do you want to talk about during the call, how about we do this? If a listener calls in, let's say one-game playoff, you could take any starter for the Orioles. Okay. Who do you want starting a one-game playoff for the Orioles? All right, that's uh, it. Call, you can call in and, and, and ask, us that, ask us that question, or share who you think you would want yeah, to start <laughs> one game. You can ask a question if you want, but we're asking that question. Yeah, I'm asking you. Now, uh, while we're want, while we're waiting on a caller, we should also touch on the Orioles' offense, which has been atrocious this entire home series, 11 yeah. games. Well, except for that one game we went to on Saturday. Well, they scored six runs, but but uh, four for 24 with runners in scoring position. Yeah. 24 opportunities with runners in scoring position, and you only capitalize on it four times. Mm-hmm. That's a 167 batting average with runners in scoring is, position. What, what, is what is that? If I if I ask you guys, where do the Orioles rank in the season for uh, batting average with runners in scoring position? Where do you think we rank for the season? You have it there? Yeah. I'm going to say it's got to be pretty bad. I'm going to say 18. In all of baseball. 18. Yeah, lower half. 12. Really? Yes. So this is something. Middle of the pack. Yeah. Uh, a little higher than middle of the pack. Okay. So this is something that I know recently has been an issue. Right. But I'm, I'm convinced and massing, oh my gosh, every five seconds, the, the risk average. Yeah. The pitcher for hitter. Well, because but people it, seem to think that risk means bunting guys in and small ball. When we when we have other ways that we knock players in, we we don't do small we, ball. Right. So the the risk batting average is gonna eventually even out to be your batting average, and over a small sample size, it might be a bit different. But if your batting average is three hundred, you're gonna hit about three hundred with unscoring position in the long run. You 
You will. All right. You, you don't become a completely different baseball player when a runner, runner gets in scoring position. But what about uh, we scored 11 runs total in the three-game series. Seven of them came by way of the home run. Yeah, that uh, we we right. cheered on Saturday night because we saw at least two manufactured yeah, runs. At least the other first than that, two. it was a home run. Was, yeah, we did a good job. Um, on Saturday. It just shows our reliance on the home run. We Does, live and die by it. We've been saying that all year. Specifically, this, specifically the the solo home runs. Mm-hmm. We lead baseball in solo home runs. We don't lead baseball in home runs with runners on. Which is crazy because right. we left twenty seven runners on base during this three game series. So you would think well, somebody would hit a home run with those twenty seven guys. Four, on base. Fourteen of them was in one game. Oh, that's ridiculous. Um, are you guys concerned about the fact that we go to Toronto now? Uh, we got off today, but then we started a three-game series in Toronto where Definitely. we haven't played well this year. Oh, I'm scared. Does it? Does it? Is, am I the only one that gets flashbacks to 1989? <laughs> I did see some of that coming across. I got more scared when I started pulling the pitching numbers because yeah, we've struggled. Our we're theoretically we're throwing three of our best in Toronto with Gaussman, Tillman, and Jimenez. Yeah. Um. All three of them have struggled in Toronto this year. And the three start, uh, aside from Francisco Liriano, who's supposed to start for the Blue Jays on Wednesday, Aaron Sanchez owns us. Uh, and Marcus Stroman, uh, he's one and one in three starts. He, we, he, he definitely doesn't own us. And actually, we're pretty decent against him. But I'd, I'm more concerned about Gosman's numbers against the Toronto is a seven seven one ERA. Jimenez is a nine forty two ERA. Yeah. And you can argue that uh those numbers were produced earlier than year, where right now Gaussman's pitching better. Right. Jimenez is pitching way better. He's not pitching a nine forty two ERA anymore, but um I don't know. It, the somebody's gotta get hot. The Blue Jays are down right now. I'm and we're going back to their house where they're one game away now from sweeping four games from the Yankees. Yeah, and they're not so, like they were down against in September. They're not down anymore. No, the Mariners they played at the Mariners. Donaldson had a were, good game. Batista had a good game. Who yeah. were who were on fire when when they right. arrived at the Mariners? They took two out of three. Then they they played the Yankees, and in the Yankees in three games so far against the Yankees, they won the first game nine nothing. Second game three nothing. Mm-hmm. Third game four four to three. So they've been playing really good ball now. So this whole notion. That the Toronto Blue Jays are are coming in scuffling, or we're playing them while they're scuffling, is not true. No, no. they're on the rebound. Yeah, and, and they were like we, nothing more than to right, knock we're us both down. On the rebound. It's, we're both we both want to knock each other out. Yeah, and we're both. I feel like kind of the same level as far as what's, ability. Why it's going to be a great series. What's the it's chance? Huge. It's going to be great. What's the chance of a bench clearing? Oh, days back. I think there's Batista's too much. Back. I think zero because there's too much that's yeah. right on the no, line. No, but think about how much is right on the line means everyone's going to be hyped up even more. Well, hopefully, know, hopefully, crushes back to to his previous years in this in. Toronto. You know what the difference is? Uh, we had four games, huge series against the blue, the Red Sox here in huge. Baltimore. Huge, huge, and uh, and uh, it was mostly Red Sox nation at Camden Yards, unfortunately. Uh, and that was a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday games, right, right, right. School nights, whatever. Soccer night, basketball night, whatever. We're playing in Toronto Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Those games are gonna be sold out. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, be. no doubt. They, they've been selling out. Of but be but a, they have a, a whole box. country to cheer for one team, so uh, they they have an, they have a built-in excuse. So people come from. <laughs> I think it's Buffalo. A lot of people come from. Still, from what I hear. But but yeah, they got a good fan base, and uh, and they if, do. if uh if they get the crowd on their side, uh, it's gonna be even it's tougher right. on us. I guarantee that if we play another home game this year, the Camden Yards will be packed. Did you guys see? Here's another good question to to, to throw it on the on the old listener line. The um MBO was already announced. Yeah, how is that even? That does that because, so stupid. Because right, because you would hope that the MBO would would make a big. Uh, deal in the playoffs in the postseason, but well, not, all, not, not, not not even the postseason. But or, the last or, week, that's, that's like true. the Toronto series. Well, because they like to do fan appreciation. They're gonna acknowledge him in front of the home crowd. No, that's dumb. No, it is that's dumb. dumb. Yeah. It is that's dumb. one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. Uh, like three weeks before the end of the season. Yeah, no, what, it, what it if two weeks? But still, it's dumb. What if Trumbo goes in these last six games and hits uh, twelve home runs and Manny Machado strikes out every time and, yeah. and leads us to victory in every time? Then yeah. I would I would say that that last six games right. of the year, Trumbo the, deserves most valuable yeah. Oriole <laughs> because even right now and, and and Manny Machado he he won it, but even right now I'm not sure. Like you could give it to Zach Britton, you could make an argument for, for Trumbo, you could make an argument for Manny Machado. It's all right. We're not giving away the three three six MVO. Until after the season ends, absolutely, and that's the only one that really counts. And that might be part of our debate. <laughs> can, can can I tell you about um, 
about Manny Machado. Something that might be a little bit concerning here. His uh, forearm tattoo? Well, that's, well that, that's, that's already concerning. Yeah, that's been established. Okay. Um, his bad performance in high leverage situations. High leverage. Right. Uh, he strikes out a lot when it really when you really need him. And this is as done by fan graphs, right? Okay. In low leverage, he's batting two ninety eight, has twenty dongs. That's good. In medium leverage, he has thirteen dongs and batting three twenty eight. Even better. In high leverage, and unless at bats in high leverage, this is normal, right? right. Because most at bats are lower medium leverage. Sure. In high leverage, he's batting one ninety one. Small sample size. Is is Adam Jones our best player in high leverage? So you might say, okay, small sample size, 191, but small sample size. 2016, if you look at his high, his low leverage batting 286, medium leverage 303, last year high leverage 192. Almost the identical lay, uh, spread there between low to, to high leverage. He, he bad, really well, bad in high leverage. Who, who has a good high leverage? I mean, uh, not just in the Orioles, but in general. I mean, is there anybody who stands out it's by, like more clutch? Chris Davis uh, this year has done well in high leverage. Situations. Matt Wieters has been pretty clutch. Late yeah, innings. if I looked at it, I bet, I bet Matt Wieters would score well on this, just according to fan graphs. So, yeah. I mean, it's just – is that a factor in MVP voting? I don't know. It's just interesting. Yeah. Or is that just – can we just chalk it up to small sample size? doesn't really mean much. I don't know. I mean, it, it, they got it right. I mean, he is the most valuable Oriole. He's the best player in the Orioles team. Yeah, yeah. So you're, you're just annoyed that they did it. They announced yeah, it on Sunday and when there's still six well, games left. Honestly, I think Zach Britton's having a historic year, and I would have given him to Zach Britton. Right, and, it, and I, I think that you could argue that these games are more high leverage. So if, if you got Zach Britton now getting six saves in the next six games, you got to give it to Zach Britton. I'd rather them not even be save situations. <laughs> sure, <laughs> as long as we're on the winning side. Yes, yes, I, absolutely. I hope we're not doing any of this crap of, I can't put Britton in because we're losing. No. Sorry, these games mean a lot. All right, but then we got New York. New York should be a little better. Hopefully, it's a weekend series. Hopefully. I'm I'm going up to New York. Oh yeah, Josh is gonna be. I got, I got tickets for Friday. I got some. Uh, I guess are the bleacher tickets, whatever. I'm row one behind the Orioles dugout. I went on StubHub. You know, really? row one behind the Orioles dugout. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Yeah, so it's like, I think it's like right above the Orioles dugout. Row one. Uh, it's Yankee Stadium. Guess how much tickets cost on StubHub? Um, thirty three dollars. I'll guess twenty five bucks. Ten dollars. I got I got I got tickets what? for ten dollars. Right behind the Orioles dugout. Right behind the Orioles dugout. Ten wow. bucks, I bought two tickets. No wonder the opposing team's dugouts are always surrounded by uh the I don't, opposing fans. I don't understand yards. why. And if I get there and like I can't see the field, then maybe I'd understand. Yeah. But they had a bunch of like eight and ten dollar tickets. What if they're only ten bucks at Yankee Stadium, why what, what could they be on StubHub with Canyon Yards? Why are why are we sitting in section three thirty four? <laughs> I, I don't know. I haven't been to the new Yankee Stadium, and I know they've got some really expensive seats, but apparently they've got some really cheap seats. That's great, man. Or it's just the fact that the Yankees are having a down year that people are dumping their tickets. I'm not sure what's going on. Who would you guys rather now? I'm assuming we make the wild card, which is not even close to an yeah. assumption. But if we make the wild card, who would you guys rather play? Detroit, Seattle, or Toronto? It seems like these are the three teams still in it. Yeah. Maybe Houston, but really just Seattle, Detroit, and Toronto. Detroit. You guys rather play Detroit? We just swept them, didn't yeah. we? Just and and we beat them in the postseason before. All right. I mean, Seattle is the risk of going to Seattle. I don't want to go to Seattle. Toronto, I don't want to go to Toronto. I don't even want to play Toronto at home unless we have to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I. I mean, we if just, we get in, I don't see a scenario where it's not Toronto. Yeah, I I feel like it's going to be Toronto, and we just have to play well enough this week to for that game to be in Baltimore. They have better odds than we do at this point, just because they have a one and a half game lead. As of uh, Monday morning, the Orioles' playoff chances was increased to sixty seven point two percent, according to ESPN. That's pretty good. Yeah, before the Diamondbacks, I think it was at like thirty yeah. percent. So it's amazing how much those things fluctuate. Oh, before the Diamond, yeah, yeah. Well, even Detroit was uh, they lost. Uh, 25 percentage points when they lost uh, on Sunday to whoever they lost to. Yeah. The Royals. Yeah. Uh, thank goodness for the Royals h- hooking us up over the weekend, taking two or three from and the yeah, Tigers. Yeah, some, some comeback victories. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, was, that was fun to see. Yeah, good for them. Well, as we're recording this, the Yankees and uh, Blue Jays are tied for that uh, half game. Is it still one-to-one? One? It's one-to-one. Yeah. So and uh, It is nice that we get this off day. Last I saw, Cleveland and Detroit were tied 2-2. Two they're two. tied 2-2. Two two. Yeah. yeah, and if you care about the Diamondbacks, they're tied 1-1 with the Nationals. Thank you for sharing. 
I'm just saying, <laughs> everyone's tied tonight. Except for the Marlins. They're winning 5 nothing. All right. Do you guys want to get to some Baltimore sports and popular culture? Yeah, let me uh, get my uh, phone hooked up here. Um, now it's time for another installment of Baltimore sports in popular culture. Josh mentioned that uh, he is. I'm sorry. I just sprung that on you, Bert. No, it's fine. I was ready. He's going to Yankee Stadium. Yankee Stadium. This is now the U- the new Yankee Stadium. This is be Josh's first experience in the new Yankee Stadium, right? We went to the old one. You went to the old Yankee? Yeah, I've been to the old one. The old one was a dump. We we went there. I mean, I know it's got all this season. historical value, but it was a dump. Well, most old stadiums are. Yeah. Well, back when it was the old Yankee Stadium, there was a very popular episode of Seinfeld aired in the third season, uh, March of 1992, and it was the episode title was The Letter. Um, but... Uh, the episode is best known as the episode that. Yeah. Oh, hold up! I jumped a gun. Wait, there. <laughs> <laughs> wait for it. It's best known as the episode that uh, introduced the famous Kramer portrait, which uh, I think just about every college dorm on my campus had a, the Kramer poster hanging up in their uh, in their dorm room. Yeah, um, if you didn't have the Kramer one, you had the George Costanza. Yes, in his underwear. Yeah, yeah that, um, that you could tell a lot about a person if they had the Kramer or if they had the Costanza. You could tell a lot about a person. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, well, in this episode, this is a bit of the B story. There was the artist part with the Kramer p- painting, but then there's this whole Elaine thing. Basically, Jerry's got this new girlfriend, Nina, who's an artist. He brings George along to meet her, and uh, she offers to give George her father's tickets to the owner's box at Yankee Stadium. Uh, and uh, George then feels obligated to buy one of her paintings that he hates it, but he gets tickets to the owner's box. He takes Elaine and Kramer with him to the game. Elaine has to lie to her boss, Mr. Lipman, to get out of a prior engagement, which I think was his son's bris or something, in order to attend the game. I think she told her boss that her father was ill. But she goes to Yankee Stadium, and she proudly wears her Orioles cap. And uh, this ensues. Enjoy the game. Uh, I think you better take off the Orioles cap. Yeah, I better. (laughs) No, 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 seriously. You're in the owner's box. I don't think it's a good idea. You're not serious. Yes, 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 I am. Didn't he say that? No, no, but he gave me the seats. And I don't think he'd like it if you wore an Orioles cap. Yeah, well, maybe you should ask him. I don't have to ask him. Now, are you going to take the hat off or not? going to take it off why should i take it off that's ridiculous let's just take the cap off what george i am at a baseball game this is america look look either you take the cap off or you leave well i don't care i'm not taking it off okay, just take the cap off so this confrontation uh, garnered a bit of publicity and there was a picture published in the sports section the next day and all of a sudden, Elaine is worried that her boss, Mr. Lipman, is going to see her picture in the paper after she had lied to him about her father being ill so she didn't have to go to this prior engagement. Um, and the boss is all over it. He sees the sports section mm-hmm. the next day and, and uh, confronts Elaine. Uh-oh. Anyway, her daughter gives them to some friends, you know. One of her friends shows up wearing a Baltimore cap. <laughs> from Baltimore, right? Oh, mm, it's Towson, and that's near Baltimore. Yeah, but you're an Oriole fan, right? Well, fan, you know, my father does. Anyway, she refused to take the cap off. She caused a whole big scene. Really? Yeah. So impudent. Yeah, so Lenny. Anyway. (laughs) So uh, he's got the idea he wants to take her to the game the next night with her Orioles cap as a joke, not realizing that she's the one who... uh, was wearing the Baltimore cap. But that just leads me to Josh. Are you going to be sitting right behind the Orioles dugout wearing a Baltimore cap? And what will you do if oh. you're asked to take it off? Well, I won't be anywhere uh, near the owner's box because <laughs> I don't think those tickets are 10 bucks. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to be wearing Oriole gear. I think that's the appropriate thing to do. Absolutely. I'll probably be wearing my uh, MVO jersey. Yeah, I, pro- know, my, props my to Elaine. Jersey. She's making America great again. She uh, refused to take off the Orioles cap yep. in Yankee it, Stadium. Proud Orioles True to her fan. roots. Towson roots. Yeah. Elaine Bennis, all for it. So there you go. Brought back that statement. Fit, figured it was fitting with the Orioles going to Yankee Stadium this weekend. This has been Baltimore Sports in Popular Culture. All right. Let's, let's, get to, let's move on to a little three-up, three-down segment. Sure. It's now time for three-up and three-down. 
This is the part of the show where we tell you three uh, good things that happened, right? Yeah, that would be the ups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And three bad things. Or things the downs. That are <laughs> okay. down. Okay. Yes. Up, yes. good, down. Down, bad. Bad. In case we had to explain that. Yeah. Up, good. Up this week. Down, bad. Wade Miley. Wade Miley's up. Wade Miley's up. He finally he, had a good start. He had, he's had two good starts. Well, that he, one he got hurt he early, hurt, but yeah. he was looking good. And then this one, he uh, what he, you know what he did this week? He gave me hope for next year's Wade Miley. Is, is that he, maybe he could be okay? Obligated for next year to yes. us? Yeah, okay. we have him. All right. So that's what it gave me some hope. Meanwhile, Matt's distracted by the girl that got hit in the face by the that's, ball. Oh, that was classic at Auburn. Yeah. Watch this at camera angle, Matt. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see this new angle. Oh, oh, oh yeah, that's a, that's a great, great that's, shot. Oh, man. That was one of the best things on Twitter all week. I'm surprised her nose isn't broken. Yeah, if you didn't see this, I retweeted it out, but it, the the football game, Auburn, the girl standing outside the end zone, kickoff hits her right in the face. Is that your good? Yeah. <laughs> that oh, would, and then there's... Oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> We didn't even talk about yeah. the pool in Jacksonville. Well, well that's, that would be the bad. Well, I was watching that... Um, I remember watching that live, and I had to do the old pause and rewind. Yes. Did I really just see right. someone? He was just doing a bit of adjustment in the pool. But sure the, he was. But the pool, you know, you can see right through it. And so he's doing some adjustment down south of the border, and you can you can see it. My mom and dad were actually at Jacksonville at the game on oh, Sunday. Really? So was Ken McCusick. And uh, my mom texted me at 2.30 saying, it is hot here with a capital H, three exclamation points. I said, you should move from your seats and over to the pool deck. Yeah. And she said they want a younger crowd there. They, oh. they don't want her there. And then I, I didn't respond after that, but I should say, it's probably better you did not get in that <laughs> right. pool. I have it's all, a little funky. Even without that video, it's a football game. I think it's always safe to say, let's not go in the pool. How much urine do you think is in that pool? Guys <laughs> drinking beer all day. Same as any <laughs> other pool. It's got to be worse at a pool. You, when you go tailgating for like three, four hours before the game, yeah. think of how many times you relieve yourself then, and then you don't right. stop the whole rest of the day. The pool the, the pool at a football game is a horrible idea, right? Yeah. And then you're not like, getting out of the pool to go to go to the bathroom because then you lose your spot in the pool. That's true. Right. I don't know why you say it's an awful idea. I think they go, should put a pool everywhere. What, what scenario is bad for a pool? <laughs> a football game. Uh, below freezing. Okay, but <laughs> warm weather... Well, Any they, scenario. They indoor. I would love to teach from a pool. Watch debates from a pool. Yeah. They should have the debates, both candidates, in bathing suits, in a pool. <laughs> have you seen, pools have are you, great. Have you seen our pool. candidates? What, one of the baseball teams has a pool. And uh, last year when they got eliminated, the opposing team all jumped in the pool. Yes. What was that? They, was that Arizona? Arizona. And then they yeah. had to apologize. Yeah. The, the, I think it was the L.A. Dodgers all jumped in the Arizona pool. With Which is the, what the, you're the, supposed to do in a pool. On. If you build a pool in your stadium, expect people to jump in it. Yeah. Everybody loves a pool. All for the pool. What else are we on? Up? We still ups? Oh, yeah. My up, of course, Trey Mancini. Yeah. Never has a rookie outfielder incited this much excitement into the Baltimore fan Wait, 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 wait. wait. You're, calling, you're calling Trey Mancini an outfielder? Or, uh, I'm sorry. I wish he was an outfielder. DH. Is he just a DH? Does he play a position? He's a first baseman. He's a first baseman. So he's Jimmy Praise. But, but never, well, where I'm going with this, never has a rookie um, caused this much excitement. Since April, when we had Joey Rickard, right? Yeah, <laughs> Joey Messini did is like what one of three uh, major league players to hit three home runs. Three in his home first runs, three games. his first three games, first three starts, yeah. first three starts. Yeah. Uh, so uh, just a great start, and the, the classic shouts to his mother every time, yeah. hugging, going crazy. He just that's a great story. You 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 love well, to see a guy come up. The one and Saturday while we were there was a bomb. Oh, yeah, that yeah. was a three run shot. Yeah. Saturday. Yeah, went yeah. into the dugouts. Yeah. So that's my up. Bert? Um, the Jacksonville pool. <laughs> <laughs> I, I put all these notes into the show today, but I didn't bother to come up with a three up, three down. All right. I, I'll give up to the Baltimore Ravens starting three and oh. I mean, that's uh, the best start they've had in eight years, I think. Is that true? It's, uh, I think, 2008 yeah. was the last time they started really? three and yeah. Really? That's surprising. So, uh, yeah, up for the Ravens. And the, and the fact that it's the Raiders coming to Baltimore, and then we go we go to D.C. to play the Redskins, which should essentially be I a home that, game. I thought that's a home game. Oh, you're right. That's it is a home Baltimore. game. Yeah, yeah. So two straight home games coming up against two subpar teams. Uh, we could very easily be 5-0. and oh. let's, not count, let's not count that yet. It was a little scary this past week. Yeah, they're always scary. We, we right. uh, 18 of our last 20 games, win or lose, have been decided by eight points or less. That just means we're due for a blowout. Or somebody's due to blow us out. Oh, yeah. Either way, we're just due for a blowout. And going to the downs, for, for, for my down, 
I have. Actually, Josh, you want to go first? Yeah, I got Caleb Joseph. Caleb Joseph. <laughs> we have had a lot of bad backup oh, catchers. Oh, Josh, stop. Okay. I don't like what we, this is We've going had a, a lot of bad backup catchers. Caleb Joseph is on pace for like a record year for a, a offensive slump. He is just having a down year. We all know that he has no RBIs. What do you think the chances that he gets one RBI this year? Does Buck just have to let him pinch hit with a guy on third it's and almost, no outs just to make it work? It's almost becoming kind of fascinating, this whole thing with no RBIs. His batting average is 178. That's yeah. terrible. 129 uh, at-bats. He shouldn't so even be like, in the game. They should let Francisco Pena. He, it, exactly. It doesn't matter, though. He's there for to call a good game, which he normally does, and for his defensive skills. And for his one ball. And he'll get pinched it. He'll get pinch hit in the in the seventh or eighth inning. Oops. I don't know. It's Caleb Joseph cannot be the starting uh, catcher next year. Oh, no chance. So my, that's my down. My down is is Caleb Joseph. My down is Crush Davis. In the last week, this is the last week of Crush Davis. Mm-hmm. Twenty four bats, four hits, no extra base hits. Batting average of one sixty seven. Slugging percentage of one sixty seven with no extra base hits. Struck out nine times in the past week. Uh, and his own base is even low at 259. So, Crush Davis had a bad week. Hopefully, he can turn it around. But he uh, had a, he had a two-RBI single uh, when we were there on Saturday night, didn't he? Right he up did, the middle. Yeah, he, he did. did. Some he RBIs. Did. So, we saw one of those four well, hits. Yeah, and that's two <laughs> RBIs. The only RBI he's had all week. Okay. So, so, that, right. that, so that well, At least we were that. there to see it. Yeah. <laughs> that's my bet. What's right. your down? Uh, Mr. Prepared. The pool, Jaguars the pool. pool Jacksonville. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I I uh, I do I I got something else for later. Something else for later, bro. <laughs> okay, That's it's not. I think it's an up. I think it's an up. But I'll wait till after Josh goes for his, his or Matt's down. Are you guys both went? We're all done. Where I'm not even you? paying I'm, attention. I'm going to the ball bag. One quick thing before we go to the ball bag. Um, we've been talking about attendance for a month now, and if the Orioles make the playoffs. Then people come out of the woodworks right. to buy season tickets, or that that deal has ended by now. Where uh, if no, you I buy season tickets for next year, yeah. you're guaranteed a playoff. I ticket think it's still. Out I there. think it's still out there. Yeah. Okay, if the Orioles do not make the playoffs, if we get eliminated, and we don't get that wild card game, uh, let people our season tickets. No, people will be less inclined to buy new season ticket plans for 2017, sure. or maybe even not renew next year. Right. What are the odds we can get back in Section 336 next year if? People do not oh, buy next year or renew for next year. I don't know. I'm kind of enjoying 334. But, oh, uh, no. I want to go back 336. But, uh, I yeah, would go back. We need to go back to 336. But so, I would like to go back and row one. How about that? Yeah, Let's make that happen. I like row, row one. one. Row one's nice. Okay. As long as anything in that first five rows, I'm good with. Yeah, as I am long, too. Whenever you go in and you walk down, mm-hmm. it's so much more pleasant than mm-hmm. going up. Yeah, that's where the ruffians are if you yeah. go up. The so, 99 percenters. Um, that's, uh, yeah, so bandwagon fans. Keep listening to the podcast. Stay away from the stadium. We need 336 back. <laughs> yeah, attendance. Uh, we like that attendance is terrible. <laughs> and we want it to get worse. Guys, how about we take a caller? Okay. Hello. You're on 336. Hey, what's, up? hey, what's going on? Who is this? Hey, nice to be on the show again. It's me, Jacob. Hey, Jacob, what's up, man? Jacob Brock. Oh, not much. I'm just watching this Marlins game. It's really emotional. Ooh, yeah, oh, I even know. Touch on I, that. Didn't, I didn't even want to talk about it because I'll get emotional, and then it would. Yeah, that's. Yeah, yeah. Let's just skip over that. Yeah. We, we were talking about it a but little anyway. bit, but that, I think that was before the video went live. Yeah, you know, we were talking about Trump and what color tie he might wear before on the pre-show. If he came out in a Fernandez jersey, he wins the debate. He wins. He wins the election. <laughs> the if you had, I'm gonna not even touch that. If you got uh, so Jacob, if you had one, one starter for the Orioles to pitch in the wild card game, Jacob, who is your guy? Uh, okay, do you want my hopeful answer or do you want my brutally honest answer? No, no, no. Who, who, who's going to pitch? We're saying the Orioles make the wild card. Who, who, who are you putting on the mound? I have the, I have my faith in Godwin right now because he's he's been pitching gem after gem except for that last game he did. Yeah, last so game was I rough. Have more trust in him than more trust in him than most others. Godwin pitches yeah, tomorrow, right? That's yes. gonna be, be a real telling after his uh, like coastal inter- injury. Yeah. Oh yeah, I wanted to touch on that <laughs> intercoastal. I thought he was like traveling at the waterway from like Massachusetts right. down through the Gulf of Mexico. I, th- I thought it's it was like, <laughs> did he fall off a boat or something? Right. I thought it was some type of like stomach bug or something. Intercoastal <laughs> is a weird thing. 
Um, and uh, but the way it is now, Galsman is starting on Tuesday night, and if it goes according right. to plan with the rotation, he would be scheduled to pitch pitch the finale on Sunday in New York, or that, and then he would not be eligible to pitch on Tuesday. So. Right, but they'll adjust. They'll adjust. Yeah. Ho- hopefully, that Sunday yeah, game means nothing. That. Hopefully, we have something locked up by then, and then we can afford to let Wade Miley pitch again or something. Yeah. Well, yeah. I hope. Well, I hope. I hope Miley continues on this because I mean we didn't pay we didn't trade for him for nothing. Yeah, and this is back to back starts by Miley. I know the one was only four innings and they got hurt, but back to back starts by Miley where he's been good. Yeah, and if you, if you want to talk about trades for nothing, then you're talking to Steve Pierce for Jonah Heim, and that truly is a trade yeah, for nothing. Trade for nothing. <laughs> Literally a trade yeah, for nothing. I'll yeah, I'll tell my dad I'll tell my dad about that. He's like, What do they do with Jonah Heim? I was like, They made that trade with Pierce for them and that just went down the drain really quickly. He gone. Yeah. So yeah, so that's that's a shame because he's a th- Jonah Heim was a three three sixer. That's a shame. Yeah, yep. to see that. His dad I still know, listens. I, I would have loved to see him play for the Orioles. Me, me so right. He's perfect candidate to come up and crush us in about three years yeah. when Tampa's on the rebound. It's good for his career because whenever you get traded away from the Orioles, your career goes through the roof. So it's good for his <laughs> right, career. Exactly. Unless you're Eric Bedard. Just like Arietta. <laughs> yep, like Arietta. Like who's the guy in uh, Pedro Strope? Well, no, the guy Jim in, Johnson? Yeah, the guy in Seattle now. Who Nelson we, Cruz? we traded for Miley. Steve oh, oh, Ariel Miranda. Uh, Ariel Miranda. Oh, I thought you were going no, no, Steve no, no, Covinger. No, no, no. Miranda, there you yeah, Miranda has like the best area of any rookie in September. It's mm-hmm. ridiculous. Uh, yeah. Right. Sure. Clevenger we traded to the Mariners too. Yeah. Just so Got you know. It. I know. So Jacob's a Galsman guy. I think uh, most of the fan base could get behind that. I- I'm, I'm a Tilly guy, to be honest. I'm a Tillman. Okay. I'm going with the veteran the guy who's been there before. Do you think we could bring I back Joe Saunders? On... I wouldn't mind seeing Tillman on the mound as long as he can go past two innings. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty ugly against yeah. Boston the other day. Yeah, well, that's, yeah. he got his stinker out of the that way for a while. Bad. He'll be good for a while now. He got his stinker out of the way. Yeah, I like could. All right, Jacob, appreciate you calling in. And, Josh, do we have a T-shirt for him? Yeah, I'll, I'll reach out to him after the show. There you go, Jacob. All right, thanks, All right, Jacob. Thanks for having me on the show, guys. Always our yep. pleasure, Jacob. See you, man. You're just a ball bag, ball bag, ball bag, a ball bag, my friend. Hey, ball bag. How you doing? What's your name again? It's ball bag and posh. Alright, I scratched out all the good questions out of the ball bag. We gotta save them for the for the three three six debate. Okay. Okay. So instead, I narrowed it down to some that's specific straight to you guys. Yeah. First off, uh, there's been a lot of talk about uniforms, thanks to the color games in the NFL. What uh, team in Major League Baseball should go back to some old uniforms? Bring gonna, back the retro uniforms. I'm going to go and take the next full-time. five minutes off. I'll take the next five minutes <laughs> off, Bert. You, you I told you, this one? one's focused on Bert. The next one's focused on you. Oh, sweet. I love this. Now, uh, you could say the Chicago White Sox with their collared uniforms. They tried to bring that back. We all saw what happened there. Chris Sale destroyed them and uh, got suspended by his own team for his actions. So, um there's so many great classic uniforms in baseball. I'm a child of the 80s, so I'm a big fan of things like the old Seattle Mariners ones, which they brought back a little bit this year where they wear more blue and yellow than the teal and navy blue. Like it used to be with the, the curly S on the front or even with the trident turned upside down to look like an M. Those are gorgeous uniforms with the old Seattle ones. Um, also like uh, I like the old Pirates. Uniforms. Yeah, they wore those. Uh, they wore those uh, just yesterday against the Washington Nationals. Um, those you remember are good those ones. of the old Padres. The old Padres are great. Padres are yeah. good. I like the Expos. The the I wish Washington <laughs> would bring back the Expos. They should bring back the Expos for a throwback game. I mean, they 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 put their stars like Andre Dawson and stuff on. Uh, on yeah, like, Gary Sheffield. Kind of pretend that they had those guys. In no, Washington. I mean Gary Sheffield, Gary Carter, Gary Carter's representative. Yeah, I was just going to go right Carter. past that. I know Josh is a fan of the old, not Miami, but the old Florida Marlins. Yeah, bring back the F. The, the 90s. teal. Yeah, yeah. Sure, that, that, sure. that teal color, yeah. And if you're going with the, those uh, powder colors, you got to go back with to the Angels in their 90s when, when Disney bought them and they oh, yeah, cartooned yeah. up. When they were Angels in the outfield. Yeah. All right, here's one that never truly existed, except they do it on for fun. In Tampa, they do the occasional throwback game where they wear 1970s-style right. Tampa Bay Rays uniforms. What the Rays uniforms would have looked like 
if they were a Major League Baseball franchise back in the yeah, 1970s. Yeah, and what's unfortunate oh, is, that's funny. is those, yeah. those uniforms look better than anything the Rays wear th- normally. Yeah. I, 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 the Rays uniforms get a lot of flack, but I kind of like it. I all like right. the, the navy blue with the light blue combo. We come on, but we all know the real answer is the uniforms of the future. The, those <laughs> are what we got to bring back, where, the, where they have no sleeves and the giant font on the, on yeah. the side. That's guy. It's probably been twenty, twenty-five years since they did yeah. that. and and we the still have we still haven't still seen coming. those. It's still we, coming. We have we have the self-lacing Nikes out now, and we still <laughs> don't have those future uniforms. That and Dippin' Dots, it's coming. The best thing the Orioles did, though, hands down, is bringing back the white front panel, the cartoon bird. I mean, it, it's basically like the nineteen eighties Orioles all over again. My childhood, I love it. Yeah, I, I do. Nothing but praise for what the Orioles, the home team, has done with their uniforms the last few years. I'd be interested in seeing you, Bert. I don't know if you've done this before, mm-hmm. but kind of go through the Orioles u- uniforms throughout the years and kind of rank, okay. rank your like top five Orioles u- uniforms. Yeah, yeah. I'd be interested in seeing. If that. I were a blogger, it sounds like a blog I would do. Yeah, well, there's a uh, a website called UtahStreetReport.com. Yeah, and there's an editor Derek where I you can like, write some nonsense. I feel like somebody would have Derek done that will by now. Clean it up. I feel like you did it like three or four years ago. I did the the current jerseys, okay, the four jersey. main jerseys. But you're right. The Orioles have this done an excellent your... job with with the alternates and adding Baltimore on the front mm-hmm. and bringing back the bird. They've done a good job of, of little tweaks. Totally. Well, you're the expert in the field, Bert. So. I, the, I mean, I completely left out the Milwaukee Brewers with the uh, oh M, yeah, in, the where they were the blue pinstripes with the yellow. Uh, Piping, so yeah, I mean, there's a bazillion of them. I could talk a whole episode about that. Next ball back question, though. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's get back to baseball. Mike Trout, his team's not very good. Clearly, he's the best player in baseball. Is it fair for him to win, be the MVP when your team doesn't win? I have no Should idea. Even be is, in consideration? Isn't that an interesting question, though? You are clearly all the numbers show you're the best player mm-hmm. in baseball. Right. Everyone, right? But your team's not very good, and w- and we've seen as Oral fans. Manny Machado can be all – he can be the best player in the world. If our pitchers suck, it doesn't matter, right? Right. So it's an interesting discussion. Best player in the planet, but not on the best team. Should Mike Trout win the MVP? I don't know. Well, I mean, That's I an know. eternal debate that goes across all the major sports. I mean, how many times do we talk about in the NFL where like uh, a guy like Adrian Peterson or somebody is the best player in the NFL – but his team stinks. But, team's eight and eight or seven and nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But still, I feel like in football, especially in basketball, uh, that one player makes more of an impact. Yeah, where, if where, you have Tom Brady. Where there's times the team, where yeah. in the game where Mike Trout can't do anything. He's sitting on the bench. Right. And you, you got to count on everyone else. So. I could argue this is the best reasoning I've heard that Mike Trout shouldn't win the MVP. In fact, he's been the opposite of the MVP. He's been one of the least valuable players because he's not helping. Because he's helping the angels win when they should be tanking for a higher draft pick <laughs> and if he wasn't on the team they get an even higher draft pick so he's really hurting the angels what about yeah, the right. argument that that a really good player like that makes the players around him better yeah but we've seen it with i mean with any team doesn't matter right, right? yeah you, you can't start and pitch you, you you can't can't start and pitch you can't start and pitch you're Dario De- 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 Alvarez is getting tried out as a starting pitcher is that is that or as a pitcher really are those rumors true and why well, Burton and I are timing this talking. They have exactly. Jinx. Well, it's been a lot of people have talked about his arm from the outfield. Right. Alvarez. It worked for Givens. He's thrown some side sessions. Givens was a shortstop. He's thrown some side sessions, and Buck said they're going to have some tough decisions to make on Daryl Alvarez. Well, yeah, I mean, when the outfield is packed like we have an outfield, and you're never going to get that guy up. Well, it's like you saw on first base. Trey Mancini's moving to DH. Right. Christian Walker has moved to the outfield. But he, but that's the thing. Apparently, none of our guys in our in the in the minors outfield are any good because we had to trade for Stubbs and Bourne. Yeah. We had no one to bring up, so to take Alvarez out of the outfield, he must not he must not be doing well in the in the outfield, and they don't want to waste that arm. Well, yeah. At what age? Like I don't know how he is. Maybe it's twenty six at this point. Like you kind of are who you are, and he's gonna be always kind of a forty right. player, not quite good enough. Um, all right. A couple comments as we get out of here. Uh, Joy. Demandus on Facebook says, we visited Section 336 on Sunday. My husband said, Section 336 isn't so bad. Isn't so bad. It's, it's the <laughs> best. Yeah. Where uh, does he normally sit? I'd like to know that. Right. <laughs> she says, I hope you get back there. Oh, and I got to wear my Trumbo shirt. Very good. Awesome. Very good. So that's great. Thanks, George. I'll probably be wearing the Trumbo shirt in the Yankee Stadium. Nice. Or, and, or Mandy. I'm, and Jake I'm says, all black uniforms look super cool. What do you guys think about all black uniforms? It's hot. It's never hot. been done in baseball. Yeah, in that case, you might as well go with the all cotton, too. Yeah, but at a night game in the fall, 
Like yeah. It's, uh, well, the, 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 I'm gonna defer has, you guys has, has no one. team ever done all black? I, not, it looks cool I for the Ravens. The uh, Arizona Diamondbacks were the very dark gray road uniforms. Right. I liked those. Here's what I, I did like the Diamondback uniforms. A lot of people were calling them trashy. I really liked them. Forget all black. I want all orange. I prefer the all, all orange, the all yeah. orange throwbacks yeah. are pretty cool looking. Yeah, I go with all orange. Love it. All right, boys and girls. You can write us a review on iTunes. Do we have any new reviews on iTunes to read? I haven't no, seen iTunes in a while. No, but we uh, are. Here we te- go. A little technical stuff. Oh, put your nerd glasses our, on. Our, our, our hosting stuff's changing up. So we've got a new company working with us to host our files. Um, so it would really help if you would make sure that you're subscribed, tell your friends, and uh, give us some iTunes reviews so that we look good to this new company. We have a new hosting company. Yeah, it's real nerdy, but but it's amazing how much iTunes reviews help us out. Oh, big time. Big time? Big time? It's huge. It's huge. <laughs> iTunes reviews Let's get out of here. This debate starts in 30 minutes. Oh, my gosh. I got to go home. 30-minute drive home. You can follow us on Twitter. You can like us on Instagram. Is that a thing? Yeah. You can like us on Facebook. I mean, follow us on Instagram. You can follow us on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at Section336. Hey, I forgot. There was one There was one question I wanted to ask you guys before we get out. Yeah, this, we'll end on this question. Last, this is our last uh, podcast of the uh, regular season. Yes. When we podcast next week, are the Orioles still playing baseball? Say your handle as you say yes or no. I'm saying yes, they're still in it. You can follow me at Section336. Bert? Pessimistic, Zany Burt Rohde. No, they're not. And uh, I'm at Burt Rohde. Josh? I'm saying yes, they are. The question is whether we do our show on Monday to get excited for the game or we do our show on Wednesday to respond to the game because it's going to be Tuesday. Yeah. And my Twitter is at Josh Soroka. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. And as always, go O's. Section 336 is a affiliate of 24-7 Networks. Find Section 336 on utahstreetreport.com. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. (laughs) Yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply.